Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everybody's ready to do their own thing for the holidays. This isn't the family that I signed up for. I'm worrying about kids that aren't seeing their dad. Worrying about wives that aren't seeing Cody. Nobody's fighting for our family. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, Flops and Flagstaff, aka Sister Wives Edition. Wow. I don't know about you guys, but for me, this episode, Robin Brown is public enemy number one. I, ugh, let's just get into it. The episode starts with Mary and Robin having a conversation over on Coyote Pass because they want to unpack again, this whole like joke that Mary made about, um, Robin, do you really need to see the list of COVID precautions when you've been, uh, adhering to them, AKA you wrote them in the first place. Um, so they're talking about that and Robin is fully manipulating Mary this whole time, but shout out to Mary because I don't think she really fed into it. I think she was just choosing to move on you know how the first reason i know that is because the very first thing that robin or that mary says to robin is because robin provided her with one of her uh many foldable chairs uh hey i didn't wipe this down are you okay with me touching it to to unpack the chair (laughs) so they sit down mary like apologizes again but you know it's one of those apologies you just do You just do it because it's just the easier thing to do. And it's like, maybe you're kind of sorry that the situation happened. She's not really sorry for, to them, you know, sometimes we just give a polite apology 
Now, I am a firm believer in if you're sorry, then you need to be sorry. But I'm also a firm believer in like moving on. And sometimes our apologies are just to move on. And I think that's what Mary was doing. Robin accepts this apology and she says in an interview that she was just feeling really sensitive that day when Mary said it and she knows that in a weird way Mary was joking and trying to show solidarity towards her and not and just like trying to joke about how other people feel like she's making the rules but she knows that she's not. I don't think Mary feels that way Robin but okay girl Mary says that she's basically feeling some type of way. Because she feels like nobody in the family understands her or gets her. And if anybody in the group would ha- gets her even a little bit, it's Robin. And she would have hoped that she, Robin knew that she was making a joke. So she just feels like, and I kind of agree, like when she made that joke, Robin and Cody attacked her immediately. And were like, don't say that, Robin. Or Mary, this isn't about you, Mary. Like, stop being upset that you, that we're lashing out at you for saying something. <laughs> And she's like, I just thought I had a little bit more credit in this family than what I got in response to me making a joke. So Robin tells Mary that she was probably, you know, just feeling a little bit sensitive again because she had gotten a call from one of the kids, Goofus, about wanting to relax the rules. And in an interview, Robin, in a pretty shady way, I thought, she says, you know, you've got to blame somebody. So (laughs) I'm an easy target. (laughs) Victim. Victim manipulation. Mm. Um, I would just appreciate it if she could do it better than this. Like, I don't mind a villain. I don't mind being tricked, but like, do it well. Trick me to my intelligence level. Like, because what I'm seeing is just very obvious and I don't like it. Okay. Make me work for it a little, you know? <laughs> so, uh, Here's what I think is going down. I don't think Mary was joking when she made that joke. I think, you know, what's that saying? For every joke, there's like a, a lining of truth. There's an ounce of truth or whatever. I think she was saying what everybody thought. Do I think that she could have easily, Mary could have easily gotten off on being like, well, you know the rules and that's why I'm I'm making the joke. Sure. But do I think she was really joking? No. And you know how I know it's because Mary's pissed that she's been adhering to all these rules unbeknownst to her and still not getting any sort of benefit out of it. The benefit being having access to Robin's family at the very least. So Mary tells that to Robin, like, yay, I've been following the rules. I've been doing what I need to do because I wanted to get together with you guys. She's such a fake bitch that Robin. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm so glad we were finally able to have the conversation and figure it out and lay all everything on the line. And Mary's like, I'm sorry, Robin, but I think that's a bunch of BS. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much. Um, Robin looks at her like she's so innocent and is like, what do you mean? And Mary's like, I've been following the rules. I should be able to see your kids. So Robin's like, no, I totally agree. I told Cody and he said that too. And he would come to me and say, you know what? I think Mary's okay to interact with you. And I would say, I agree. But you, Cody, need to figure out how to say it to everybody so it's not a major problem if people find out. (laughs) 
But if you notice, as Robin is saying this, she's talking over Mary. She's totally interrupting her so that we can't see or hear what Mary's saying, which is that she knows that it isn't simply Cody's decision to keep her separate from the kids. So, she's such a, she's so full of shit. Speaking of her being full of shit, Robin is suddenly um, going by pirate's code, I guess, in an interview. And she says, you know, if we don't have a group conversation and then all of a sudden Barry and I are able to see each other, then there's going to be a mutiny. And that's not how you run a ship. What the fuck does she think is going to happen? That the rest of the Brown family is going to surround her house and make a Molotov cocktail out of Cody's hairspray? Like, are they going to take her precious My Sister Wives closet chunky jewelry from the back of her uh, actual closet? Like, truly, what does she think? Like, is Janelle going to turn the towel warmer that she gave her last week into a cannon? Right right into precious Ariella's face? Like, what what the hell does she think is going to happen? Robin claims that she told Cody over and over again that he needs to talk to everybody before letting Mary hang out with them. And... She's the one who told Cody and that that's not going to work. And Mary's like, why not? Why wouldn't it work if we just hung out? (laughs) And so Robin's like, oh, like grunting in frustration because she knows that she's fucking lying. And Mary says, if there were rules that were laid out, then what's the problem? And Robin says, well, there weren't rules like this until recently. No, but there were rules like this the whole time because you had that nanny in your house for six months and she's been allegedly implementing these rules so there have been rules the entire time and why she's acting like i just gave it up to god aka cody and i told him to talk to everybody honestly like maybe i'm just a sensitive bitch i'm a pisces but what i was taking from what robin was saying like if i were mary i would be like okay you're supposed to be my friend and you've been telling me that in the best case scenario, you've known this whole time that there's a possible a way for us to get together and that you have just been leaving me at my home by myself, knowing that I'm upset about being alone and just like leaving it up to Cody for months now when he admitted even Cody, who doesn't even really want to hang out with Mary admitted that she could probably be coming over to the house and that you just like left it up to her rather than I don't know like all of a sudden now you're just like a victim of Cody and and you everything goes through him and he's the leader blah 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 like what I don't it does not make sense to me for as ingratiated as Robin is is in Mary and Cody's relationship she could have pushed this along a little bit quicker This is the conversation that could have been had several months ago. And so I, if I were Mary, I would be like, this is kind of on you too, Robin. In fact, I think this mostly is on you. (laughs) In a confessional, Mary's like, it's not even like it matters. Janelle and Christine have been hanging out. They haven't been social distancing this whole time anyway. And it's kind of like (laughs) the people who are following the rules don't get rewarded for it. But I'm like, Mary you're the one who's not getting rewarded because you're the one who's in that big house by yourself. Like Robin gets the reward of being the good wife. Christine and Janelle have taken fate into their own hot hands and decided to reward themselves by hanging out with people that they consider the family. And you're the one who's left alone. You know, <laughs> you know why that is Mary? Cause you're not in this family. 
how many times do I have to say this? <laughs> and another thing, assuming that Robin is correct, we're operating under the assumption that Robin gave Cody a perfect opportunity to bring out his fucking fold over whiteboard and tell a bunch of people what to do and he chose not to take it. Doubt it. I fucking doubt that. And another thing while we're at it, you know, Robin tries to act like she's really like her heart is broken for Mary and that she would love for Mary and Cody to find something and get back together in some kind of form or fashion. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. I I mean, let's really think about this. Robin doesn't really know what it's like for Mary and Cody to have a good relationship. And so if that were to happen, like, let's say there was a shot in hell. <laughs> there, there was some sort of magic that happens in that um, water retaining pond hole over in Coyote Pass. And they decide like, hey, let's give this another whirl. Robin doesn't know that life. And I have a distinct feeling that she wouldn't like it. I don't think she would like it at all. And that's just my truth. Moving on. Um, production has Christine explain in an interview the deal with she and Janelle getting together. And she says it's happened a few times when they really, really needed to all get together. Like for their souls, they needed to get together and that they were following CDC guidelines leading up to that because, hey, nobody wants to give anybody COVID. So what we're hearing here, let's really just lay this out on the line. Janelle and Christine are choosing to get together, allegedly safely. And they're basically doing what everybody else in America, well, most people else in America are doing at this point, right? Um Robin's been in the She-Ra castle, uh, fucking doing whatever the hell she wants to do with Cody and warming up their towels and having a grand old time with their nanny, whatever. Mary's alone. Mary's alone. Maybe she gets to see somebody up in Parowan when she goes to that haunted bed and breakfast of hers. But like for the, for the most part, she's alone. So that's where we're all at. So then they ask Christine and Janelle what they think about Mary not being able to hang out with Robin this whole time. And Christine says, I was under the assumption that she had been going over there. And when I found out she wasn't, my heart was broken for Mary. And then Janelle says, I just feel like if you are matching the risk tolerance, um, then there shouldn't be any problems with getting together. Like you can basically have your pod, you guys have your rules, and that should have been fine. So she's kind of confused about why Mary and Robin aren't hanging out either. <laughs> so what did I tell you guys a couple of weeks ago that, that Janelle and Christine probably did not get one little fuck about them getting together and they have no desire to have that mutiny Robin thinks is going to be happening to her family. They don't care. And Robin knows they don't care. See, you know what I mean? Like Robin knows that they don't give a fuck about Janelle and she hanging or Mary and she hanging out. So why is she making this such a big deal? Robin tries to play another head game on Mary and she brings up the fact that like, just so you know, behind the scenes, I'm really supporting your relationship with Cody. And I know that, you know, 
there's sometimes that devil on your shoulder, or you know, I've heard that that happens. I wouldn't know personally, but I've heard that sometimes there's a devil on your shoulder that makes you wonder if your sister wife is really supporting your marriage to your husband. <laughs> so Robin is basically calling Mary paranoid and accusing her of accusing Robin of not being supportive of her situation with Cody, which I don't think she feels like at all. So like, why even bring this up? It's, it was a weird thing to bring up. So now we're talking about the topic of like the sister wives potentially being jealous of the other sister wives relationships with their husbands, right? Or just jealousy in general. So they get all the wives opinions about that. And Janelle says, yeah, jealousy could be a really hard thing to deal with. If you like get into that mindset, Christine says she thinks jealousy happens regardless of whether or not you're in a polygamous or monogamous relationship. And uh, Mary finally answers the question, finally says it. She's been talking around, you know, the situation with Cody and it seems like she's kind of getting it, but this is the first time where I'm like, okay, now you are really getting it. And by just so you know, by getting it, I mean, she's saying the things that I've been saying. <laughs> Mary says, yeah, maybe in the early days of my marriage, when I had a marriage, I would get jealous of not having enough time with Cody, but I know that my relationship with Cody is different. I know that we're not like married like that. So there's no reason for me to be jealous of the other women. And she's sad that she doesn't have that type of relationship with Cody and that he's not willing to work on that with her. So in her own confessional, Robin lifts her hands up and says, you know, I'm just really tired of people thinking that I don't want to be in a polygamous marriage because I've been working so hard to be included this entire time. Now, I guess we can get into that a little bit because, you know, in the early seasons, it kind of seemed like the older kids weren't really excited about Robin and her entering the family. Um, it seemed like they kind of thought their lives were what it was and they didn't really want to shake a whole bunch of things up with a bunch of kids, a bunch of new kids and a new wife. Right. And then when they found out that she was pregnant, the reaction amongst the older kids was even worse. So I imagine that in a sense, Robin has felt like an outsider in this family and it makes sense, but it doesn't seem like she's really try to do the legwork and she just kind of put herself on the outside and now she wants everybody else to feel bad for her because she's been trying quote unquote to reach this brass ring of polygamy and it's just like nobody would let her have fun but it's like how much work are you really doing and how much of this is actually like you just crying and and making people feel sorry for you and by people I mean Cody so now nine minutes in, we get Robin's first tears and she says that she really likes having Cody around, but it's stressful for her and she feels like he needs to see all of his kids and she's just worried about the wives that aren't seeing Cody, Janelle. <laughs> Let's be real. And then Mary says, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I will like, I wasn't pointing a finger at you. And so Robin says that her mom calls her. <laughs> that Robin's mother has a nickname for her and that it's the Brown family scapegoat. And she starts laughing and in a confessional, she starts crying again. And she says, you know, well, I had, a, I called my mom one day 
And we didn't get any details as to what she said to her mother. But at the conclusion of the uh, conversation, her mom said that she's basically the uh, scapegoat for the family. And Mary's response, which was a time where I actually laughed. And she's like, oh, I mean, that sounds really hard. But, you know, at least you're part of the Brown family. <laughs> And Mary goes on to say in a confessional, no, I don't feel like I'm part of the family. It's a weird thing. Am I a sister wife when I don't have a husband? And like, I have a husband technically, but do I? So it's weird. <laughs> then Robin tells Mary that Cody will do and say things that make her feel hopeful sometimes like, oh, I need to see Mary or I should call Mary. And Mary says, forgive me for being cynical. Like, it's really nice that he says that, but... It would be nicer if he would actually follow through and called me or came over sometimes. And I, I just thought that was like really irresponsible of, of Robin to say. Like she knows that Mary still holds a candle for Cody and that there's something inside of her that still hopes. And I just feel like you don't need to be like, hey, girl, uh, when the man that you want desperately to even think of you is like posted up in my home and we're having all these intimate conversations he does mention that he does want to call you I mean he doesn't but he said it and I've heard him say that when we spend all that time together <laughs> and so then Robin says well at least him thinking that is an open door and it's like no it's not no it's not the fact that he said that you guys could be friends the fact that he told Robin or excuse me, Mary we can be friends and that is all is not an open door. That means he friend zoned her. That's a closed door. It's a closed window. The lock is on. The deadbolt. The other thing that like somehow has a like slide lock on it. There's um one of those realtor things that you have to actually like do the keypad or the old key on. Like the door is closed, girl. Never to open again. The building has been condemned and it's, you know, just a matter of time before they demolish the whole thing. Don't tell her that. Don't tell her there's a door open. There's not. And she knows it. And Robin knows this because in a confessional right after this, she says she admits that she doesn't think that like Mary and Cody's relationship will ever be what it was, but it could be something new. It's like, stay out of it, girl. I don't, ugh, ugh, yuck. <laughs> um, in a confessional, Mary says something really sad that it's really easy to love Cody, but it's not easy to not feel the love for him from him. And all she wants to do is just keep showing up and sharing and showing how she feels to him because technically she's still his wife. And I'm just worried, like, does Mary know what technically means? Because there's really no way that, like, even legally... You know, you're, you're not his wife. Legally speaking, uh, doesn't seem like spirit. I mean, spiritually might be the only thing that you're referring to. And even then, I can't recall a time where Cody is referred to Mary as his spiritual wife. He always says we don't have a marriage. So I don't even think in the Mormon world he fucks with you. And that's sad, baby, because I, I, I'm told that that's forever. And I don't even think he feels that way. Then they start talking about just 
the fracturing in the relation in the family as a whole. And Mary starts crying about the last conversation they had where Janelle told uh, Cody to fuck off. And she says, I just feel like everybody wants to go their own way. And this is not the same family that she signed up for. Now we're about 20 minutes into the episode and I feel like I need to tell you guys a secret. Okay. It's just for those of you who was stuck in, for so long, um, I gotta admit two things, and I'm really not sure which one is more embarrassing than the other, okay? So, last week, I... Hmm, which one should I say first? <laughs> okay, I'll do this one, because it was on Twitter. Last week, I was like, you know what? I really like Janelle's sweater uh, jacket, and cardigan, if you will, and... I went to Reddit and I saw that people had found the link to it and I bought it. Okay. It's coming in a few days <laughs> and I bought it, but you know, what's more sad is that last week I was putting up the announcement on Instagram for a new sister wives episode. And I tried to tag everybody that I tagged last time. And I wasn't able to do that with one particular wife. So I went over to my other Instagram, my personal Instagram, and said, let me just type in uh, this wife's name, see if I can find anything interesting, how it popped up immediately. So I go back to the everyone's business but mine Instagram, and again, I'm having trouble tagging this person. And so that is how I found out that one Janelle Brown has blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> You guys, I could not be more devastated, embarrassed, heartbroken. Now, Chloe blocked me pretty quickly on into the, the podcast. I get it, girl. I don't say favorable things about you. I get it. Brittany from Vanderpump Rules. Honestly, I don't know what I said about her because I barely talk about her, but I got the block from her. Surprisingly, not from her husband, who has half of the internet blocked. Um, but this one hit. This one hit different and it hurt. And so if anybody, you guys, I like Janelle. I don't know what I said <laughs> that could have possibly hurt her feelings. I think she is a queen, an icon, a legend, and I don't know what I did. So I'm going to ask you, call to action, hashtag, we've got a new campaign, hashtag Janelle Unblock Kara. I'm just absolutely devastated. I'm so upset. <laughs> oh my god. With that, let's move on to a commercial break real quick so I can get myself together. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Back to the show. In a confessional, Robin says, did I just make up this lie about the family and what our culture was and, and the team that we had? Did I just make it up in my head because I wanted it so badly? Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Mary tells Robin that she feels like they're the only ones that are fighting to still make everybody a family. And I just feel like, <sighs> I wish Mary would get on the winning team. You know, I really do. After that, Janelle and Christine have their own talk at Christine's house. And Christine tells us that after Janelle walked away from the uh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you situation, um, that Janelle called Christine. She was pretty frustrated. So they're going to go and kiki about it now. Janelle tells Christine that she was just feeling really overwhelmed with the whole situation. So she decided to leave before she said something really stupid. And in an interview, she said she felt like she was being treated like a child. And that's why she walked away. Then they start talking about how, (laughs) and really laughing, really, really having a a sisterhood of the traveling LuLaRoe leggings situation about how Cody's an asshole and how basically he pretends like they have the freedom to do what they want and then he calls their actions that he doesn't approve of irresponsible and you know how stupid and and hypocritical that is in a confessional christine says that she feels like freaking out because she knows that janelle isn't traveling like she is and that janelle and cody actually like hanging out with each other so the fact that they're not is unfortunate and she feels really bad for her christine says her situation with cody basically is that ever since they moved to flagstaff cody would come over every third day or so for dinner and she does admit that he would play with truly but that he you know he would come over he'd play He'd have, they'd have dinner, he'd be sitting on his phone, and then he would leave for breakfast. And she's like, you know, he might not like the fact that I travel, but it's not worth it for me to not do anything to hang out with Cody for just a few hours. 
then Christine brings up the fact that Janelle's kids say that they want their Thanksgiving plans to be kind of based around her, like up to her. And she was like, Ooh, you know, like that was still kind of like overwhelming for me to hear. And in a confessional, Robin says, you know, it hurt my feelings to hear that the kids felt that way. And I imagine it probably hurt Cody's feelings too. And then she acts confused. And I would just love it if Robin just took a second to look at the optics of what she's doing these are older kids, but they're kids. And it's not just like, oh, Christine lets them do whatever the fuck. So they like to hang out with Christine because she just has no rules. It's, they feel like Cody is, Cody's being an asshole. Like, Robin, do you know that he's actively trying to kick two of his children out? Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that like, it's not really the best look for him to only be at your house. Do you think that they might feel some type of way about that? Like, get it together, girl. So Christine tells us that she did give the rules to Aspen and McKelty. And she was like really giving it a fair shake about hanging together for Thanksgiving with the big family. Let's, we'll just say that. Right. Um, and that Aspen called her crying and was like, I can't adhere to these rules and I'm not going to be able to hang out with the family for Christmas. So the very least that you can do is come up for Thanksgiving so I can be with my mom. Janelle gets straight to the point and says her family's going to Utah. She has her own family up there, like her sister who she ends up hanging out with and says, they're just going to make the decision once they get up there to see Christine. So like they've been acting and by they, I mean, Cody, Robin, and even Mary have been acting like, Oh, Janelle and Christine are just going to fuck off to Utah to have this big thing. And, and they're going to leave us out us like good people who are following all the rules. We're going to get left out and they're just going to like cough in each other's mouths and like have a great time. Right. Where the reality is Christine was going to hang out with her little section which is like Aspen and her husband McKelty and her husband her daughters that live in her house which I think a lot of people did on Thanksgiving right separately Janelle was going to be hanging out with her biological family not the Browns and they would consider all getting together as a big group but maybe not because they're actually following the rules and now I can understand why Janelle is getting so frustrated or was getting so frustrated with Cody being so like all or nothing because he's acting like she's doing dick all uh to to be safe when she is she's doing I think what everybody else is probably doing at that point Janelle even I mean she says what what is really the truth is that I feel like if Janelle and, or if Christine and I get to get back together for Thanksgiving, that it's probably going to be a lot more fun than, uh, being down in Flagstaff. Like, yeah, I fully agree. You are on the winning team, girl. <laughs> she continues on and says in an interview that it's basically ridiculous that anybody in the family would think that she would just abandon Goofus and Gallant for Robin and Mary, <laughs> like my own children for, um, neck and eyebrows? No, thank you. Um, they start talking about how their kids have been dealing with the situation and like Janelle and Christine's kids have been dealing with the situation. And they're like, damn, like 
I can't imagine how Robin's kids are dealing with this because they're home all the time. And in an interview, Robin says, you know, it's been difficult for the kids, but they want to be responsible and they see more value in having their dad around than going around and being social. See, this is why people don't fuck with you, Robin, because you say shit like that. That pisses them off and be like, well, they see the value in having their father around. They see the value in having their family together. And it's really not worth it to them to hang out with their friends. It's like, first of all, do they have friends? I mean, like, no shade, but like, do they have friends that they're leaving behind? And I'm like, I blame Robin for all of this. I think she has lovely kids. Don't get me wrong. I think, <laughs> honestly... You guys are going to be mad at me about this, but I think that Robin does a lot of things that hinder her children. And I just feel like I've said this before. I've said it before. And I said, and a lot of you guys agreed with me. So I, I'm not going to repeat it again. I just feel like, you know, some of the roads with Robin's children lead back to Robin and we'll just move on from there. Then Christine and Janelle start talking about, you know, the toll that the mental, uh, the mental health toll that took, why can't I talk? (laughs) The toll that their mental health took in the beginning of the pandemic. Janelle says the first two weeks when like we were all under the impression that it was going to be like two to four weeks of hunkering down and flattening the curve. She was really going through it. It was very tough for her and it was worse than postpartum. She's like, I had postpartum and this was worse. And she was basically like, if I could shower, that would be a win for me. And it was just really, really tough. And, uh, you know, then they start talking about how, they're bonding over their children. And Mary mentioned something in an interview about how there's just like an ebb and flow when it comes to the sister wives. Sometimes you're closer, sometimes you're not. And you're like always working towards having this harmonious relationship. And clearly Janelle and Christine have a, have uh, done that. Has it been like this the whole time? I'm not sure. Maybe, but it seems like the pandemic is kind of, uh, not exacerbated because that's negative right like it's sort of pulled into focus how much they care for each other and I think that really has to do with the kids like Christine's kids she says Isabel and Gwendolyn think that that Janelle's like a rock star and the strongest woman they know and they love her and they're obsessed with her and Janelle's kids really love Christine and they think of her as like another mother and I think they have come to appreciate each other more for that because Janelle's giving Christine her flowers for basically raising her children while she went off to work. And I, you know, I think Christine really appreciates that. Obviously she takes a lot of pride in being a mother and mothering and to have another mother say like, thank you basically. And my kids love you is probably a really big compliment to her. Christine ends that scene by saying that it's really hard to have to make these decisions, but she's choosing her children's happiness over the happiness of the other adults. Period. Period. Like, why would I be sitting around here trying to feed Cody's ego when I have kids that actually care about me and I care about them? So finally, the day, the day has come for Mary. She's been cleared. 
she went up to the the parowan and then she did a 10 day uh isolation all hers by herself so she's going over to robin's to surprise the kids they don't know that she's coming they don't know that they can actually touch her and hang out with her and it's like this really big moment that is very emotional and the kids are like like robin's filming the kids from inside the house mary's filming from outside the house to get their reaction when they open the door and from robin's side they're like why is mary here (laughs) and then solomon's like can we touch her and then they all get so emotional and they're hugging and they're crying and it's this big thing. And I don't know, but like for me, it was more sad than heartwarming. Like I just felt so bad for the kids. And I felt bad for Mary because you could tell how much it meant to her. And it just felt like it, this could have happened a long time ago and it wouldn't have to be that deep, you know? They could have been doing this. And so we didn't have to have these like emotional outbursts and this big like this is a style uh, moment. It just it bummed me out. And I think it was supposed to make me feel good. And it didn't. <laughs> like Mary could have been hanging out with the kids. They could have gone out in Coyote Pass and let the kids run around and, you know, say hi to her and blah, blah. You know, she could have been like hanging out with them in the driveway. I saw, we see back shots of Robin's house and she's got a huge fucking patio, porch or whatever. They could have been hanging out there and had plenty of space. So it's just like, what is this all for? What is, you know, what was it all for? And if things could not get depressing enough, Robin or one of the kids then reveals, I think it was like either Aurora or Brianna reveals that the other day they had been watching home video on the VCR of Robin from when she was like 20, it was like late nineties, I think 1998. And Solomon says, mommy can break dance. And Mary's like, uh, Robin, they just said that you could break dance. And she's like, no, not really. They start doing all these break dancing moves. And she's like, no, it wasn't really that deep. So then we saw actual footage of her dancing and it was like Disney cruise. It was giving cruise ship, hip-hop dancer do you guys know (laughs) i'm sure you guys have seen you guys are internet people like me i'm sure you've seen this woman she is a i would say middle-aged woman she's got like a pixie haircut dark hair and she's wearing like an adidas tracksuit and (laughs) she's very white and she's talking about uh hip-hop dancing and the art of hip-hop dancing and how to do it uh i will look it up for you just so you can get the comparison Okay, if you look it up on YouTube, it's called This Is Hip Hop. I, I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. I just Googled or I put into the YouTube search term, uh, white lady hip hop dancing, and it was the first uh, result. So, <laughs> it, I mean, this lady, whoo, that looked exactly like Robin. I don't know what Robin was doing. I can't even, for my own mental health, even repeat the the moves that she was doing. The crab, the crab walking move, uh, uh, the kicks, the the snake-like motions. I can't, I, we got to move on. After this emotional meeting, Robin decides to destroy her children's confidence and holds a family meeting about how Janelle and Christine's families are going to be going to Utah for Thanksgiving. So she gathers all the kids around, like they're going to have a serious conversation and tells them, 
you know, dad put together a list of all the things that each household has to do in order for the family to get together for Thanksgiving. And Janelle said that her household wasn't going to be able to follow the rules. Aurora's response to that is, are they not able to follow the rules or are they choosing not to? And Robin says, well, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I do know that Gabe has a girlfriend and a social life. And Jill's, Janelle's going to take her kids to Thanksgiving and have Thanksgiving with her sister's family up in Utah. Why did you do this? Like, I don't have kids, but I just feel like, again, Robin puts her kids in a situation while they're all hot and highly emotional. And I don't think, like, did we have to have the sit down meeting? Like, why couldn't you have just said in passing, like, hey, just so you guys know, like Janelle and Christine have decided to go up to Utah for Thanksgiving. So we're just going to have a smaller situation. It's just going to be a few of us. No big deal. I feel like if you had just approached it like that, they probably wouldn't end up crying at the end of the conversation and feeling like nobody else in the family likes them. But you had to have this thing about like, oh, you know what? Dad set up these rules and they decided that they're just going to go to Utah anyway. And I'm not sure what they're doing, but I do know that Gabe has a girlfriend and a social life, but I don't know. I don't know if, if it's, if that's the issue. Well then don't bring it up. And the thing is like, I just think that there are certain things that children don't need to know. And I get granted, like, you know, I know like they're college age, some of them, like late teens, but I still think that they're, the kids don't need to know everything. And I just feel like, just say it like how I said, and just keep it moving instead of like making them feel like there is something wrong and that there's something wrong with them and that people are not choosing to avoid them. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you want to at least make your kids feel better by not involving them in all this stuff? Then Robin tells them that Christine is also going up to Utah with her girls. And Aurora says, I'm confused because I feel like we're the only ones that have been pushing for, or excuse me, they're the ones that have been pushing for the family to get together. But now that there are these rules and common ground, they're just like, screw it. <laughs> no. And this is why you just tell them basic information so that they don't think this shit and so that you don't uh, encourage this. Because it's not, they don't need to know this shit, you know? They don't need to know. In an interview, Robin says that she doesn't want to tell Aurora that that's not true because there is some truth to them just being like, oh, now that they have rules, we're just like, screw it. No, it's not. There is not truth to that they it is not like they no there's no truth to that <laughs> you know there's no truth to that so just shut up and even if there was an ounce of truth to that wouldn't you try to like downplay it and not make your kids feel like the rest of the family doesn't want to hang out with them i don't know <laughs> not make your kids feel like fucking losers i'm not a, a parent so maybe this is different. I don't know. Maybe they tell you something different in the book. I don't know. Um, so then she tells the kids that Mary is coming. And in an interview, she talks about how she has to be the one who keeps up the good morale. And thank God for the editors. Because after, right after she said, I just need to make my kids feel better and have better morale. We cut to Aurora crying on the couch about how it would be so nice to see the whole family at Thanksgiving. 
And she's like, well, I don't want my kids to feel rejected, but that's kind of how she's feeling. And now it's hard to navigate that. Well, you navigated her into feeling that. So why don't you navigate her out of it, Robin? Y'all, thank the heavens above. This is the first time, like 30 minutes into the episode, that we actually see Cody. And he's talking about how Mary's going to come over for Thanksgiving to see Robin and our kids. You guys remember how last week he had a lot of uh, no problem at all calling Janelle and Christine's kids her kids, their kids, the kids. But suddenly, how interesting when he's talking about his and Robin's kids, it's our kids. So weird, don't you think? Huh. Anyway, so now it's Thanksgiving. The ladies are talking about what they usually contribute for Thanksgiving. And Mary says, basically every other year, she'll do the turkey. Christine will bring the rolls. Janelle will bring a couple pies. And usually Robin will bring a relish tray. What is that? Is that like a white people thing? What What's a relish tray? It's not like a charcuterie. It's not like a pickle tray, right? Relish? Just a bunch of different relishes? Is that like a Thanksgiving yuck? That sounds disgusting to me. <laughs> I like both want an explanation as to what a relish tray is. And then I actually don't want to hear the term relish tray ever again. So I have a lot of questions, but I don't need any of them answered. So please don't, don't. Because I might yak. Like, I'm like, <laughs> just I'm picturing a bunch of different types of relish on a tray. And it makes me gag. At any rate, Mary says this year, uh, Robin decided that she wanted to do the turkey. And then we build up all this tension by Mary saying, well, I didn't know what else to do. So I just figured that I'm going to make a turkey anyway. So she makes this whole dramatic, like sheepish, hey, Robin, I got to tell you something. I know you wanted to make the turkey, but I decided to make the turkey anyway. And... Robin's like oh she's like I didn't really know how to react and even Cody says you know Robin has a tendency to just like get along to get along and she probably wouldn't say anything even if she felt some type of way and so then Mary removes the foil only to discover that it's actually a rice crispy shaped in a turkey with a bunch of uh, chocolate and whatever the fuck candy corn bursting from its turkey vagina. It's it's tussy, if you will. <laughs> and finally, everybody's like so relieved. Like, oh, thank God. Mary didn't ruin Thanksgiving by bringing additional meat. And Like, whose who's turkey would you rather eat? Because I feel like we talked, I talked about like whose food I'd rather eat. And it's definitely Mary. Like between Robin and Mary, I would rather eat Mary's turkey. Ugh. And I don't think it's going to be any better. You know? Like, she might get you, like, a Marie Callender frozen turkey level of quality. Whereas I feel like Robin would give you, like, a... What's, like, the, the like, dollar frozen food? Budget? Encore? I don't know. Whatever. I would rather eat, like, a turkey patty from Dunkin' Donuts than whatever is coming out of Robin's oven. 
Cody says this is the perfect example of how quiet this year is compared to last Thanksgiving's. Because if Mary had done that, it would have been a real hoot and a holler. Everybody would have thought that was so funny. It would have been such a moment for their family. But now it's just like, oh, ha ha, you crazy Aunt Mary. Here you go. Let's move on. And then I thought, well, that's sad. Because if you're thinking that in past situations, the highlight of your Thanksgiving would have been Mary molding a Rice Krispie treat into a turkey. Ugh. Janelle was absolutely right. (laughs) This is not the family you want to hang out with on Thanksgiving. Not a chance. Cody says that one year they had like 80, 70, 80 people in their house for Thanksgiving. And this year is different. And in his words, peaceful. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Then Cody says that it's like kind of good to have Mary around, even though they don't have a full marriage and he just wants them to be amicable and no more than that. Then they get into some weird conversation about how about the wives sharing the kitchen. And we've heard this before. I don't think there were many details, but it, it was just like when they were talking about getting possibility of building that big house in uh on coyote pass the the conversation of like a kitchen and the wife sharing kitchens was came up and cody excuse me the first they were talking about how robin and mary are navigating thanksgiving and how it's like fine robin says mary and i actually really work together well in the kitchen i'm not sure how that would work if we were living together but for moments like this like we're totally fine and cody goes into this whole weird diatribe about how he doesn't care about what other polygamists do and he doesn't care about their rules about the husband's rules into guiding their wives into the celestial plane or whatever the fuck um or any sort of spiritual growth the one thing he's absolutely never going to do is have his wives share a kitchen ever again and what are we like if we're gonna keep hinting at this i want to know what happened like did somebody almost stab somebody in the hand was there a tapioca thrown in somebody's face and like was there a second degree burn like what happened in the kitchen that was so tense that he feels so strongly about this he feels more strongly about this than probably any other aspect of wanting to protect his family (laughs) and that's interesting 
After that, we get to see what everybody else is up to on Thanksgiving. We see footage of Christine at Aspen's house, and she says, ultimately, she and Janelle decided not to get the kids together so that they could lower their risk of exposure, but she's having a really fun time. She says, I could get used to this. Not that I'm saying anything, but I could. (laughs) And that part of the reason why it's so nice for her to go up to Utah is because it gives her a chance to escape from all the stresses that are having happening in Flagstaff because life has been very stressful for her. Then we see footage of Janelle's kids at her sister's house. <laughs> and I mean, clearly Janelle's family didn't want to be recorded. And so she's just having to put Goofus and Gallant and Savannah in a corner and like film their reactions for the show. Like, hey guys, are you having fun? They're like, yeah, they look like hostages, basically. <laughs> Did not seem like they were having the best time. But Janelle says that this is the first time they've been spent Thanksgiving at, with her sister in several years and that she was so busy having fun. She didn't even think about calling Cody. Didn't, didn't even think about it. Not even a consideration that passed her mind. Christine says that they actually did FaceTime with Robin's family briefly and it was fine. They're in a confessional. Mary says that she feels like Janelle and Christine didn't find it important enough to spend Thanksgiving with that part of the family and that she could have chosen to do Thanksgiving with her mom or Mariah. And she says, you know, just because I chose the other family, it doesn't mean that Mariah or my mom are less important. And it's like, okay, well then why are you acting so, but like, couldn't the same be said of Christine and Janelle? Like it's, Just because they chose to hang out with their kids doesn't mean, like, you guys are less important. So why are you taking this personally? And also, I think it's really sad that you (laughs) kind of left your mom by herself on Thanksgiving. I hope she had somebody else to go with, hang out with. The episode ends with Cody doing some Thanksgiving speech. Fucking weird about how he's surrounded by the beauty and the beauty of the family. And in a confessional, he says that... Um... Everybody that he's at Thanksgiving with now has been really easy on him about the COVID rules and COVID has made him aware of those who are loyal to him and those who are not. Again, why we're going by like mafia rules (laughs) with your kids is so fucking weird to me, Cody, but okay. Um, And then he says... It's as about as it's as much about respect as it is loyalty. How you love a man is how you respect him. And I'm sitting here appreciating where I'm at and who's with me. Now, for all you Housewives fans, Housewives of Beverly Hills fans, you'll remember there was a very similar conversation being had last season with Erica Jane and the rest of the ladies about how, like, when I get out of this legal situation, I'm going to remember who is with me. And I'm going to remember who is against me. <laughs> it's like, sir, this is your family. Okay? Like, she's saying that to her cast members. I hope you know, Kenny, that these are not your cast members. Like, most of them are blood-related to you. Or at least spiritually related to you. And you're acting like... Ew. Like Don Corleone. Against your own children. It's weird. Thank God for Janelle. Who says, I thought loyalty and respect works both ways. And it's not just about giving that to one person 
and then the other person doesn't get it in return. I'm not choosing not to be with Cody, Mary, Robin, and Robin's kids. I'm just never going to be compliant enough for their rules. Ugh. That is it for this week. I think there was a little bit of a teaser next week at us explaining the uh, issues between Janelle and Robin, which brings a tingle up my spine, because let's talk about that. I can't wait. Ugh. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking.